You're listening to Beyond Infinity, your weekly dose of science and technology, presented by me, Piers Cunningham. And me, John Young. So, John, great to be speaking to you again. We've been in isolation for several weeks now, and there is some optimism about coming out and getting back into the studio where we normally record. It is good to be chatting and keeping the program alive, beyondinfinity.com.au. You've got a really fascinating story today about basically like a paper tablet, so very thin. And the idea really is to create digital paper. So there's plenty of tablets which have styluses and let you write things down, or you can use drawing programs or painting programs to use a stylus to, to mark things up on a screen. But this device is taking it further. It's, it's called a Remarkable. Yeah. Uh, and, and the Remarkable 2 is the, is the name of the gadget. Yeah, so I've kind of been keeping my eye on the first generation of the Remarkable for some time. It uh, Originally, it was, I, I believe, thought about in about 2013, and due to some crowdfunding, it was then uh, developed, and it's been out on the market, the first generation anyway, for some years. Right. Now, when I first heard about it, uh, probably maybe 18 months ago, there were still some technical issues around it so I wasn't ready to make the jump at that point and then I heard the the rumors about a, a potential new you know, remarkable 2 tablet and it's only just recently been confirmed and it's now got to the point where I'm very serious about purchasing so I guess I wanted to just talk today a little bit about you know why I'd even need this what it does and obviously you know the costs around it as well I know that there's plenty of other apps and there's plenty of other tools and things that you can take notes on. I mean, I've got the laptop that I'm recording on here um, is HP Spectre. It's a touchscreen laptop, but it also right. has the pen functionality. So I can actually use, there's a pen that was you know packaged with the laptop that I purchased and I can take notes if I want, but what I find is it's very clunky. It is actually not accurate. So when I'm drawing a line or trying to uh, use the pen, it, it's off the mark. It's never uh, as precise as you want. So it, mm. what it means is I never actually really use it. Right. Um, I did think about maybe with a phone that I would get would maybe potentially be the Samsung Note because those devices actually have a little pen that you can eject and then you can actually write notes. But yep. I found that the screen, even though it was a big phone, it was not really sort of what I needed. And also there's that feedback option. You're running plastic a plastic tip against a glass screen, so it actually doesn't feel like you're writing. It feels like you're running plastic across glass so and, and is your reason can i just ask you is your reason for wanting to use something like this so that you can sort of scribble down notes because it's faster and easier than typing through a conventional keyboard or what would be what's your reason for wanting to be able to write notes on a, on I, a I think screen? it's 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 a number of things one is i do like the handwritten aspect of it Yes, I've got a lot of tech open in front of me. You know, I've got the computer, I've got the phone, but I still seem to just fall back to using a pen and paper. I always have a little blank notepad that sits next to my computer and I've got a pen sitting nearby. So if I've got a, a really quick idea, I can just write it down because maybe I'm working in something and I, I don't want to switch apps or, you know, switch to a different tab and, and then have to create a new note at that point. I just want to scribble it down very quickly. So mm -hmm. I, I guess that's one way. Second of all, I've always found 
and I, I still believe it's true, but I've always found that when you write something down, it actually gets into your memory and stays longer term. Yeah, if, I agree totally. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you type something up, sure, that's great, but I find that just the, the act of writing it can be very useful in terms of, yes, whether it be studying or for memory retention. Being able to sort of highlight notes, so where you've got a screen with, with some a document that you're reading through and that you want to make some notes about or highlight some text, much easier to do that with a stylus than you know having to get a cursor and highlight the text and then make it yellow or something or, or, you know, or write with your finger through the screen. A lot of tablets let you do that sort of stuff, but it's very, very imprecise. You know, if you yeah, and look, we've, we've done this. You know, we're going to talk at a later stage or on an upcoming podcast about what we do to podcast but one of the, the the tools or one of the things that i like doing when i research is marking things up or taking notes and sometimes that means i have to either print it off or sometimes it means i take a screenshot on my phone and then i have to edit that picture and then highlight a couple of lines or sometimes i'm copying and pasting into a whole new note and what that means is i've got multiple systems which end up being multiple uh, locations for notes and nothing really combined. So mm. for me, for me, number one is I like paper for it, taking the notes, mainly you know for the the memory side of things. But it's also it's convenient. It's it's easy. It's simple to use. Mm. A, 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 whether it be a pen or a pencil doesn't really bother me. So I guess so. Saying all of that, I sort of was looking around for a device that would work with a digital pen and a digital tablet of some description. I know that the iPad has that functionality. You can get the the pencil for the, the but I've used it and I haven't loved it. Yes, mm. it's it's much more accurate than what I have on my laptop, but I still found it to be lacking in that kind of feedback where it's you don't doesn't feel like you're writing and therefore you are clearly using digital technology for for this. So it's it's just just not right for that, that what I was looking for. Right. And so that that's when I found the Remarkable. Now, I, I have to be really clear. I have not actually used one yet, but I have done a significant amount of research where I'm reading people's re- reviews and people's blog posts and watch videos. So what what I understand of it, particularly the first generation, because the second isn't out yet, that's is... Right. It's, only just been, it's only just been publicized, isn't it? Like it's that's not, right. It's not, it's not even available yet to uh, to order. I think it's... We can pre-order it now, but it won't okay. be available for shipping until, I believe, uh, late June, probably more likely July, August, and even September of right. 2020. So, yep. But everyone talks about the first generation being great for that feedback because it's an e-ink display. So much like a Wacom stylus tablet that was out years ago, which has got you know high accuracy, these are sort of built on a similar framework. They're an e-ink tablet. There's no color. It's just a black slate tablet. Mm-hmm. Well, well, black ink uh, on a white background. So a bit like a Kindle. A bit like a Kindle, that's right. But it has the feedback from the, the pen. So you don't use your finger to run a, across the display. Yes, you can tap part of the screen and that will respond to whether it be creating a, a new page for a note or switching between pages. But the pen itself is what sort of pulls forward or draws the actual particles for the e-ink on the display. Okay, right. Yeah. So it's, 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 a, it's kind of a physical interaction between the tip of the pen and the screen. Yeah, and so you need to actually purchase new tips for the pen because... Right. <laughs> 
the pen itself or the pencil, whatever you want to call it, it wear down sort of the rubber end of it. And so it's the interaction with the pen on the display. That I'm not sure if it's like a, an electrostatic type effect. I'm not sure that part of it, but it actually sort of pulls the black particles forward. Did you ever play that? I can't think of what it's like the, the magic tablet type thing. Etch-a-Sketch. Etch-a-Sketch, that's what I'm talking about. So it's, I, I think it's built on a similar concept where it's drawing the, the particles forward. And mm. so so basically what this tablet does, it's it's got a it's quite flat, particularly the new generation, the Remarkable yeah, 2. Yeah, very thin, very thin. Very, very thin. So you're not carrying around a big bulky tablet, you know, the way these are going these days, it's they're super thin. And my, the idea is that I would have this sitting next to the computer it's got an amazing battery, so it can potentially stand by for like two weeks, I think the battery is. I think it's a 3,000 milliamp hour battery, but because it's not a demanding high energy as your phone would do, for example, that's yeah. why you can get such a long-lasting uh, battery. Yeah. But the benefit is, is you can write in your own handwriting and it will convert your handwritten notes into text, which you can then send off uh, in an email if you like. So... Is it Android-based or is it Linux? What, what it's a the... Linux-based software, and then they've yep. kind of uh, you know modified it for their own platform to make mm-hmm. sure it works on their own tablet. So, mm-hmm. look, one of the drawbacks, I guess, because there's always going to be a drawback with any tech, but one of the, one of them is that you need to use their sort of their cloud-based system to st- for the storage of the files. So it is paired up with an app that you can get on your your phone and the computer. And right. when when you create the notes, whether it be a handwritten note or a drawing, uh, or you've marked up a PDF, which you've put onto the device, it's then shared into the cloud and that then shares it to the other devices. So if you're concerned about security, then maybe this isn't the, the tablet for you because I don't know what the security is for their cloud system, but be aware that that's you know, how they store it. I see the benefit of being able to have a handwritten note. Um, you know, sometimes I think in a different way to when I'm writing something, as I mentioned before, versus typing it, mm. and then easily convert that into uh, text, which can then be you know copied and pasted, whether it be into another report or an email or, or wherever that happens to be. So it's super lightweight, very thin. Have you got any idea what the cost is likely to be on? Yeah, like, it's it... not cheap. So this is it is definitely on the premium side. The thing is, it does. It only does a few things. So it's not like a tablet which you can download heaps of different apps and then have all this other functionality. This basically allows you to write and draw onto a surface that makes it feel like paper. You can read on there. So if you download eBooks, you can put those on there and you can mark them up. So it's right. very specialized. And so the price I think is definitely on the premium side. And so the upcoming price for the remarkable two in australian dollars is 679 dollars yeah and so it's very much a premium product look i do think it's a bit too expensive that's probably why i held off from buying the first generation tablet when i started researching it you know more than 12 months ago i think it was 18 months ago because the price was i don't think it was as much as this but it was certainly high and i thought well it's been out a few years. Hopefully, they're bringing out a second generation. And yes, it might be a bit more expensive, but technology's come a lot, you know, longer or further in this yeah. line, you know, last. I mean, few I would years. imagine graphic artists or people who are sort of who've got you know specific purposes in mind would be attracted to this. It's very thin. It's under five millimeters thick. Uh, it's four point seven mil thick. As you mentioned, it's got a built-in eraser, and it also has quite a neat accessory, the book folio. 
which it snaps into magnetically so you can protect it. It's a bit like a, um, a case for your tablet. The marker, the folio, and then for shipping are additional to the cost of the sure. tablet. Yeah, so, so then you're going up in price again, yeah. That's right. Look, I think with the, the launch offer, which they're doing at the moment, which I think is available for maybe a little longer, is offering some items for free or like a $227 discount, which basically means you get the, the marker, the folio, and the shipping for free. You can upgrade some of those things. So it's not shipping until later this year, so I haven't actually gone with the launch offer yet in a way i actually want to see what happens once it's released to make sure that the people that get it are happy with it and they have rave reviews and then i'll probably go ahead and and purchase it so look it's caught my eye i haven't purchased it yet as i said haven't used the first gen one but it's something that i am seriously thinking about purchasing later on this year for sure and it's usb connect usb c connectivity so it's got a pretty standard jack which is going to work with most of your accessories nowadays, I think even Apple laptops are moving to, to uh, USB-C. Uh, it's got eight so, gigabytes of internal storage as well. Which yeah, Okay, uh, so you don't have to rely on cloud storage. You've still got quite significant um, document storage on board. Yeah, look, if so if you wanted to use this as like a Kindle, so if you were traveling on a plane, for example, and, well, not that anyone's going to be doing that for some time, but if you were mm. uh, wanting to you know read an ebook, you can download and then put it onto the device onto the local storage and then that's fine you don't have to have your phone or computer around for that but as soon as you want to transfer things you have to have your wi-fi turned on for that to happen okay yeah it's not going to come with the ability to have a uh, a sim card inserted it it does rely on you having a wi-fi connectivity or usb-c yeah that's right look i i I kind of like that it's not trying to be more than what it needs to be yeah if you want other things like that, well, then there's a tablet or a larger phone potentially where you, you can utilize the, you know, the apps and other things there. Uh, but I'm pretty happy that it does a specific task very, very well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, that's great. And look, it seems to have very good reviews from the tech publishers out there that have reviewed it. You'll find more at Remarkable.com. That's the Remarkable 2 that John is talking about. You can pre-order it at the moment, looking like it'll be available for deliveries, hopefully by September this year, maybe earlier, 2020. The great gadget at a time when... A lot of people are looking to, say, upgrade their hardware, you know, because we're in isolation. You know, the whole world is in ISO, four and a half billion people in ISO. That that means that a lot of people have found themselves at home and and by necessity, in some cases, just having to having to get hold of new technology. Their old stuff just won't cut it. They can't handle the video conferencing software that they're increasingly wanting to run for, for work and social contact uh, just as, as one, you know, starting point. So uh, I think there's a lot of demand for new smart devices and um, this Remarkable 2 looks like it's one of them. So thanks, John. Thanks for highlighting it. Thanks for listening. We'd love you to review us on iTunes. It's a great way to let others know if you've liked our podcast. And don't forget to follow us on social media, Beyond Infinity RPPFM on Facebook or Infinity RPP on Twitter.